Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Praise God. God is good and all the time. If you do have a phone, amen, if you can put that on vibrate, amen, hallelujah, turn it off, amen. Uh, if you need to take a phone call, by, by, if it's important that you need to do, go for it, go outside and handle that, amen. But uh, during the course of the service, we just want to make sure these phones are on vibrate because sometimes, I mean, know that the enemy is very tactic. And, uh, and sometimes he, he can be ministering a word to you that's right there, then a disruption comes and takes away a laughter comes and it just ruins the moment amen and so we want to be open and be uh, uh considerate to each other right you want your neighbor to get filled right you want people to get touched and that's what we want amen can somebody say amen also just one more reminder on that outreach amen it's an all church outreach so we need we need everybody to come out amen we got a, a strategy that we're going to do right here in this corner amen and so you all have a part to play amen we need people to just come out and just pass out some flyers to our church, inviting them to our, our, our the Holy Week, amen, as they may know out there, amen, as far as a Palm Sunday, Good Friday, Easter Sunday, amen. Uh, we, want, we need men. We got any men in the house? Come on, go men. We need go men to show up, amen, because we need some street preachers to get the bullhorn, preach the love of Jesus on that corner, amen, even women. I know can get on that bullhorn, amen, hallelujah, and just preach the gospel. We just want to say Jesus loves them. We want to minister the love of Christ to them, amen. Or simply say somebody that's passing by, Jesus loves you. I mean, that's all it takes, amen. And also maybe maybe someone will lead you to pray for somebody on the streets. Come on, because our, our city needs prayer, amen. So come out. Somebody say come out. So that is April 9th, Saturday. We'll meet right here at the church. From 12 noon to 1 p.m., one hour. One, some, tell, some tell your neighbors, only one hour. One, uh, one hour you waste. Come on, how many waste an hour in a day? Come on, we all waste an hour in a day, man. Either you're sitting behind and watching TV or just simply doing nothing. Come out for that one hour of that day on that Saturday and let God use you. Amen. And, and, and just, just invite people to the house of God, amen, and simply go out there. We, we haven't been out there for a while, guys. It's time to hit the streets again, amen, invite people to, to, to church, amen, and who knows what path you've crossed, amen. You know, uh, somebody in need, and you just have the right thing. Somebody that may have wanted to commit suicide that day, and God crosses your path and uses you as an instrument to preach the love of God to Jesus and know that their life is worthy of living. Can somebody say amen? And so there's other things that are out there. You, you just don't know, amen, but God will use you if you show up. If you don't show up, he, he can't use you. But come on out, amen. You know, you, if you're not a street preacher, you don't need to be on that bullhorn. Come on, anyone can pass out a flyer, amen, right? This is, this is nothing right here. And then for those that are a little bit more bolder, they can, they can hey, if you need prayer, God can use your gifts and talents that God has given you uh, to see things and minister to people. That's who we need out here, man. So that really involves everyone. Somebody say everyone. Somebody say me. All right, just come on out, amen. Praise the Lord. We're going to jump back into our series that we've been in on going deeper. Come on, somebody say going deeper. Hallelujah. Somebody say rooted. Rooted. <laughs> come on, we got to get rooted, amen. Hallelujah. Don't forget our theme for the year of rooted, amen. Praise the Lord. And so let's get rooted. Amen. And deeper with God. Amen. How many want to experience new depths in the Holy Spirit? Come on. How many want to have a, a deeper hunger? I'm not talking about food. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on. We all do a good job on the food part. Amen. I'm talking about a, a deeper hunger for the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. And throughout this series, we come to understand that the Holy Spirit is the one that reveals, the one that empowers, and the one that releases. Amen. Say that with me. The one that in uh, uh, reveals, empowers, releases. 
And today we're going to understand that the Holy Spirit is the one who transforms. How many transformation in this place? Come on, that's what brought us here, amen. And we are a work in progress. No one, no one, somebody say, not even me, has arrived. I have not arrived, amen. I've been saved X amount of years, amen. Sister Bloom can even say to her that I haven't arrived, right, Sister Bloom, right? We, we're still a work in need, amen. As long as we're in this carnal flesh, let me tell you, we need, we need Jesus, amen. And so there's always a transformation that takes place. So he is the one that re- reveals. He is the one that empowers. He is the one that releases. And he is the one that transforms. You see, the Holy Spirit loves us. Somebody say me. Too much, amen, to leave you the way you are. He loves you too much to walk into this place and continue living the way you're living. He wants to change you. He wants to do good for you, amen. He don't want to leave you in your mess. He don't want to leave you in your stress. He don't want to leave you in your hang-ups. He wants to deliver you and set you free. He wants you to be a new creation in Christ Jesus. When we become a people that want to go deeper with the Lord, a people that want to root ourselves in Him, that we can be built upon Him, then understand this, church. When you pursue intimacy with God, He will lead you, listen, to some deep places. Places, listen, church, that you've never been before. He will lead you to explore the deep and dark places of your heart, especially those areas that you feel trapped. Why? Because he wants to liberate you. I said he wants to liberate you. See, Jesus didn't die on the cross, amen, just to die. He died that you can change. He doesn't want you to stay the same. And the Holy Spirit is the one who restores what sin has stolen. And usher you into the abundant life that he had planned from you from the very beginning. So as you go deeper, listen, never dive alone. Never dive alone. Come on, if you don't know how to swim, you better have somebody that's next to you that knows how to swim if you jump into a pool. Come on. Come on, you can't just go in there, amen. Uh, I know that some of us, amen, some of our parents, amen, who, you know, that's all they knew. They threw you in the deep and says, go ahead, swim. <laughs> and you had to figure it out or you're going to drown, amen. But, but in Christianity, amen, there's a trust in God. Can somebody say amen? But there's times that we have to go into the deep and with somebody. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, you got to never dive alone. So make sure you invite some good safe Christian friends on your journey. Come on, you need some good friends to help you along the way. Peace and healing come in the content of relationship, not isolation. Did you understand that? Your healing process, what God can do, the peace process, comes along with relationship, not isolation. God releases his transforming power when we connect with him and with each other. This is how God releases. This is how God works, church. Romans chapter 8, 28 says this, And we know that God in all things works for the good for those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. God works all things. Somebody say all things. All things for the good. He is looking for people, amen, who will follow and trust him enough to go the distance. Tell your neighbor, I'm going all the way. Come on, I I hope that you're going all the way. I I hope that you, you know what, this is a heaven or bust mentality. Come on, I hope that you're not just here for a little ride and say, you know what, I'm okay now. I'm just going to get off right now. You know, no, I hope that you're in it for the long haul. I hope that you're in it because till Jesus comes back. I hope that you're in it because you want to be used by God to help somebody else get upon this bus and let's work our way to heaven. Can somebody say amen? The question is, Will you surrender? Will you dive into the deep? Are you willing to give the Holy Spirit, listen, 
access to the deepest struggles of your heart. See, I can promise you this. Wherever the Holy Spirit goes, liberty follows. I said, wherever the Holy Spirit goes, liberty follows. Come on. 2 Corinthians 3.17 says this, For the Lord is spirit, and wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? There is what? Freedom. Come on. It's about freedom, church. Uh, God wants to set us free uh, from our struggles. God wants to bring freedom inside your life, amen, from your struggles and your hang-ups of your life. He brings freedom. So when you invite the Holy Spirit in and, and you dive deeper with him, he brings freedom. The Spirit is so eager to show you how wide, how deep, how high God's love is for you. And he bids for you to come close to him. Ephesians chapter 3, 17 through 18 says this. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will go down into God's love and keep you strong. That you may have the power, somebody say power, to understand as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, how deep his love is. Come on, church. He wants your roots. Somebody say roots. To go down deep into God's love and keep you strong. Come on. He wants you not to fail. He doesn't want you to, to give up. Amen. He wants you to grow deep inside of him that you can understand his love, how wide it is, how long it is, how high it is. Amen. How deep it is for you. You'll be able, if you, if you, if you just surrender to the Lord. Amen. You have to be willing to surrender your deepest struggles and ask God to lead you to freedom. Tell your neighbor, give it up. <laughs> Why are you holding on to those things? Why are you holding on to the hurts of the past? Amen. God says, give them to me. Dive deep in me. Because when you go deeper, he exposes these things inside of us. Not to damage you, but to heal you. We have to understand that the Holy Spirit is the one who transforms. Not AA. Not even triple A. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Only true transformation comes through the Holy Spirit. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not downing these, these, uh, these institutions that help people, amen, but true freedom comes through the Holy Spirit. True transformation comes through the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you, I have not gone to one AA Nothing like that when I was a drunk. It took one encounter with Jesus Christ to set this alcoholic free. One encounter, one moment, one time at the altar, church, that broke a lifetime of alcohol, bondage, struggle within my life. It was an encounter with Jesus Christ, and the chains fell off. That's what the Holy Spirit can do. Come on, it's been 27 years in counting, church, that I have not had one drop of alcohol because freedom came through the Holy Spirit. That's transformation. There are things, listen, church, that have sneaked within our lives that we have foolishly or innocently grabbed a hold of that have poisoned our lives. Now, the King Cobra is the King Kong of all the reptiles in the world. He is the largest poisonous snake. He's also considered the most intelligent snakes of all snakes. When these snakes are full of venom, they can kill an elephant, listen, with only one bite. An elephant with one bite. Now, these are the king cobras. These king cobras, there are king cobras that have crawled into our lives, church. They have wrapped themselves around our souls, amen, and they have slowly strangled life out of us. These snakes have slithered into our lives, and these snakes are fear, anger, bitterness, alcohol, drugs, pornography, sexual addictions, and so on and so on. When these venomous snakes strike the heart and soul, it can kill you. We live in an era where men and women of God are desperately needing the person 
of the Holy Spirit. In order to help us drain, listen, the poison out of our lives and lead us to wholeness and transformation. How many want a long-lasting transformation? Come on. There are things that sneaked into our lives, church, that we either did for ourselves or it just, it just came in. Amen. And these things will come to take life from us, church. And if we want long-lasting transformation, it's going to involve the conscious mind. These are the things that you are aware of. And it's also going to uh, include the unconscious mind, the things that you're not aware of. There's, there's still some echo on this, amen. Can you fix this? Give me a, give me a, take a little bit off. Amen. Testing one, two, test. Praise the Lord. That's all right. Amen. You guys okay? So it's going to involve these two sets of minds, amen, the conscious mind, the unconscious mind, but it's also going to, you're going to have to need a spiritual dimension of your life. The conscious levels are the choices that you make to deal with with your hang-ups. These are the struggles that you are aware of in your life. Amen. Uh, come on, with honesty and with God's grace, you acknowledge these, these issues in your life. Amen. You bring them to the light of God's healing presence. God, this is, these, are, these are my issues. Uh, God, these are my hang-ups. Uh, these are my struggles. Uh, and you come to the altar and you say, God, help me in these struggles. You examine your thoughts, you examine your actions, and you constantly bring them into alignment with God's truth that lines them up with his word. 2 Corinthians 10, 5 says this, We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture the rebellious thoughts, and we teach them to obey Christ. Come on, somebody say, obey Christ. Come on. Come on. Those are the things that we're aware of. I mean, how many know? How many are aware of some things that you say, "Man, I need to, I need to get rid of this." Come on, there there are some things you already know. They're evident, amen. They're part of your life. And say, God, man, I hate being this. I hate being that. These are struggles that you give to Him and say, God, heal me. But what about those things of the unconscious mind, those deep, deeper wounds of your soul, those things that you are so stored up inside of you uh, that, that that you're not even aware of. Come on, those painful emotionals, memories that are stored up outside the conscious awareness. These are the ones that jumpstart you to anger. These are the ones that put you into fight mode when it's triggered. Come on, how many know what I'm talking about? Come on, that, 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 that. That secret you comes out, amen. That, that, that thing, amen, that man, it wasn't, you didn't know it was even there, but it, once it's pushed, amen, once it's, once it's aggravated, it comes out, and you just come out, I mean, it just comes out of you. You know what I'm talking about, come on. Don't look at me strange, amen. It's those things inside our lives, amen, that we're not even aware of. We think it's controlled. We think it's, it's buried. We think we don't have to deal with it anymore. But it sneaks up because something triggers it, an emotion, a person, or something comes up that triggers that, amen. One moment you're cool, and the next moment you want to kill somebody. Or cuss someone out. Come on, don't, don't look at me like that. Come on, it's like, oh, you just woke up the secret. It's like the Hulk it just comes out of you. There are hulks inside you guys. Come on, you're trying to maintain it like the, like the doctor, amen, when he's trying to make it, and he come out. You're trying to control it, amen. You're trying to keep it down. Come on, if you know the Hulk, amen, there's times that he didn't want the Hulk to come out. Come on, he's trying to be the, the good Christian. I mean, he's trying to be good, and all of a sudden, oh, you got me mad. We get just big, and we get loud, and we talk loud. Come on, somebody. Come on, you change. Listen, you change in a moment, and you're not even aware of it. Something within you that's there. Something that you've been storing up that's there. Amen. Someone triggers it. Someone even says a statement that reminds you of that. And boom, you're right there. It causes anger, jealousies, rage, lies. You're not even aware of it. How do you deal with that? 
How many want to have some help on that? <laughs> How do you deal with those issues? Those things that you're burying, things that you thought you got rid of, things that you thought, man, I, that, that's not going to bother me no more. And all of a sudden, something triggers it. And it's a painful moment, church. Something deep down inside of us triggers it inside of us in our own conscious mind. I like what David prays. I like to line my prayers, some of my prayers with David's prayers. And I like what he says in Psalms 139, 23 to 24. It says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. And see if there's anything wicked, a wicked way in me. And lead me in the way of everlasting. I, how many pray that prayer? I'm telling you, I pray that prayer every day. I pray because I know there's things inside of me. You remember when Jesus, when, when, he, when uh, Peter caught that big catch, amen, and, and he recognized that he was Lord, amen, and, and he says, away from me for what? Unclean man. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a man with unclean lips. I, you know, don't, don't, I'm, I'm a sinner. And there's things within my life that says, God, you know what, I, you know what, I'm okay, but God, search my heart. I don't want that me to come up. I don't want those things, whatever's inside of me that's deep down, whatever comes out ugly that I don't want to come out ugly, God, expose the ugliness inside of me uh, and put me on the path of everlasting, God. I don't want to be that man. I don't want to be triggered. I want, to, I want it exposed because the thing that is exposed can be defeated, church. If you think you've got any control, let me tell you, don't. It takes one little trigger. It takes one little moment to blow it. How many have blown it? It's just a moment, right? It's a moment. You can be good and whistling, and boom, bam, that thing is happening. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, man. And then the conviction comes. Oh, my Lord. Oh, the Holy Spirit's right there and said, oh, man, I thought, you thought you got rid of that, huh? You never gave it to me. You never gave it to me. You never gave it to me. You, you thought you can just forget about it and it'd be gone. No, no, no. You got to deal with it. Tell your neighbor, deal with it. You got to deal with these things. You can't bury things. Hmm? You know, the problem is a lot of us have stuff buried in our backyard. All you guys have things buried back there, things, yeah, they're gone forever. And all of a sudden, they resurrect. Hallelujah. Listen, you may even acknowledge those things in your life. Man, things can be going good, and all of a sudden, it happens again. Hello. Come on, we mean, we cry out, we ask God to help us. God, I didn't mean this guy. We hit the altar, but then it happens again. And it still happens. Come on, am I talking to anyone in this place? Sometimes life is so painful and pressures are so unbearable that we don't even know how to pray sometimes. Can somebody say amen out there? Come on. There's times, man, I don't know what, how to pray anymore. I, I don't know how to deal with this anymore. I don't know how to, how to handle this anymore. It's so overwhelming that, God, I don't even know how to pray. I pray and nothing changes, God. I need some help, God. How do I deal with this? How many know how, want to know how to deal with that? Do you know that you have two divine intercessors always praying for you? Do you know that? Come on. They are boldly persevering for you day and night. They are believing for you. Listen, they are rooting for you. Somebody say, rooted. Root Come on. We need a dance. Hallelujah. We got we to gotta come up with a rooted dance, amen, for our conference or something, amen. <laughs> the twist. Well, whatever it is, you know, you, I, I twist to get rooted. Some of you guys jump to get rooted. Whatever you, some of you, whatever you got to do, but this is how I root myself, you know. I twist. I get rid of things. And I get in. Hallelujah. You can call it the mashed potato. Whatever you want, amen. Whatever you got to do, just root yourself. Right? If you want me to get a hammer and just nail you down, then we can do that too. 
Come on, they're rooting for you. These two intercessors are always rooting for you. They're always believing for you. Listen, Christ intercedes for you in the heaven, and the Holy Spirit intercedes you within you here on earth. Come on, someone's always on your side, church. Come on, don't say I'm never alone. No one's there for me. No. Come on, Jesus is for you there. The Holy Spirit's for you and always praying for you. They believe the things that you don't believe. They are believing for your breakthrough. Come on, they're rooting for your breakthrough. They want to see you succeed. And they, listen, they never give up praying. They never say, oh, forget this guy. That dude's not going to change. No, no, no. They pray, they pray, they intercede, and they pray for you. Come on, somebody say thank you. Romans chapter 8, 34 says this. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus, who died more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of the Father, and he is interceding for us. Somebody say me. Come on, Romans chapter 8, 26 to 27 says, In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We, we, don't, uh, we, do know, uh, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. For he searches our hearts and knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. Come on, Jesus is praying for you. The Holy Spirit's praying for you. Even when you don't know how to pray or what to pray, the Holy Spirit steps in and takes over and starts interceding on your behalf. Come on, that's when we start to, we don't have words, we just go into the Spirit, right? Come on, you, there's not words in there, but the Spirit takes over and He starts to speak on your behalf to the Father. With those words, those, those groanless words, those, uh, those, uh, those, you know what I'm talking about, right? Come on, he's like, oh, Lord, help me. He starts to take over. And he's, he, he has the words. He knows how to pray. He knows what to ask for. In the midst of our suffering, amen, we find ourselves so consumed, so overwhelmed in our spirit. That's when the Holy Spirit steps in and actively appeals to God for us. That when we run out of our resources of our own, the Spirit takes over. Isn't that awesome? But you got to invite him in. Come on. You ever, you ever been in those moments? You just say, man, I, I just don't know what to do here. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to pray. God, and you're just, you're just in your spirit and you're struggling. There's an anguish feeling over you. And he, and he comes in. And he comes in, amen. And, and, he, and he comes to our aid. And he communicates for us one-on-one, -on -one, spirit to father. Isn't that awesome? He comes to you, and you're going through a season, Sister Sharon, and then you call out to the Holy Spirit, and he says, I, I know what you're feeling. I know what you're talking about. You, you, you don't make sense, but he knows what you're talking about. He says, don't worry. I'll take you to the Father for you. And he goes to the Father, and he prays on your behalf, intercedes for you, for your breakthrough, for your breakthrough. Isn't that awesome? God, I don't know how to pray. Let the Holy Spirit take over. I don't know what to do. Let the Holy Spirit do it. Come on, there's times where I don't know, God. I don't know. I don't know. But you know. I go to the Father, and the Father says, I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. I'm going to send you the Son. I'm going to show you, Son. I'm going to help you, Son. Come on, there's things I don't understand in people's lives, amen, especially, come on, sometimes with my wife, and I don't mean to put her on a, under the bus, amen, but I'm not wired like a woman. Somebody say thank you, hallelujah. <laughs> and sometimes I'm wondering what's going on with my wife. So I go to God and say, God, you created her. You got the blueprint on her. Show me. I do. I want to I wanna know when she's going through a season in her life. God, help me to understand that I don't jump into my own conclusion. Hello. 
Now, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't start to trip out. Or, what did I do? Uh, what, I did something wrong. That's what every husband does first. I, I did something wrong. I don't know what I did. She's, she's mad, and I don't, I don't know what's going on. Amen. And sometimes it's not even you. That's the problem. We think it's us, and it creates something different. It never deals with the issue. You know what I'm talking about? We need the Holy Spirit's help. Help me. Help me. There's a blueprint for everybody. I don't want to know how, how Sister, Sister uh, uh, Elizabeth works. Amen. I need, to, I need to know how she works. I don't, it's not a book in general, a general about women. There's a book designed just the book of Maria. Hallelujah. Here it is. I want to know her. <laughs> Big book, amen. Hallelujah. Got some more books in the Bible. Hallelujah. <laughs> just play. Just play. I'm going deeper. I want to know more. Hallelujah. Hey, I want to know more. No, but I need help. Because I'm a knucklehead. And I'll say things wrong. Or think things wrong. When the Holy Spirit comes in and I invite him in in my, those moments that I don't understand what's going on, he reveals it to me and all of a sudden my eyes are open. And I know what to do or not to do. I know what to say or not to say. Man, sometimes you don't need to, to fix them. Sometimes you need to just shut up. <laughs> Leave them. Leave them alone for the moment, amen, because anything you say, listen, anything you say is going to trigger something. Learn wisdom, church. Guys, men, come on. They have a moment that sometimes they just want to be alone. Or sometimes they just want an ear. Right, ladies? I just, I just need someone to listen to me. I don't want your advice. I don't want you to try to fix anything. I want you to listen to me. <laughs> Are you listening to the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> I want you to listen to me. Amen? And sometimes you don't have to say nothing, man. Listen, I'm trying to save you some time. You, sometimes you don't have to say nothing. They let it out, and boom, they're happy. They're like, whoo, that was cool. <laughs> Those are cool moments, amen. That was a little extra stuff for you guys, amen. Amen. Thank you for my wife, amen. I could use her a little bit. Come on. This is the Holy Spirit's, listen, most deepest personal activity that he does for us. That when you grieve, guess what? The Spirit grieves. Come on, when you hurt, the Spirit hurts. He understands your suffering. And then he makes an appeal to God on your behalf as a partner in healing. The Holy Spirit knows us more, listen, than we know ourselves. And he points out the root issues that need a touch of God in our lives. You see, deep wounds that have not been exposed to God's healing power will drag you down, church. Will keep you down. They'll keep you looking down. Keep you looking down on your situation. Come on. When, 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 when you don't expose it to God, amen, and you got some deep hurts that you know, man, they're there. Something's there. I need to let the Holy Spirit go in deeper within you. Come on. Those things that are inside you will keep you down. Or keep you. The enemy will keep you down. The enemy will lie to you. Come on. We, we walk into church sometimes. And come on, instead of full of the Spirit and excited to be in the house of God, we walk in with our heads down. And, and we walk in saying hallelujah. We walk in, uh, yeah, you know, saying praise the Lord, amen. Come on, we may, but in our spirits, we're like this. We're just looking down through the pain, through the embarrassment, through whatever that we're going through, and it pushes us down, and it'll keep pushing you down, church, instead of looking up. Those issues, you cannot see God if you don't allow Him inside. If you don't allow the Holy Spirit in, He's not there to help us. He can't go in and help us if you don't willingly say, Come in, I need help. You just walk in and say, you know, this is the way it is. This is how I am. You know, this is how my walk is going to be with God. I'm just going to struggle. Amen. My marriage never is going to be successful. Whatever it is that you're going through, you think that this is the way you're meant to be. But he came to set you free, church. He came to liberate you. 
those things that you were carrying on and those things that we don't want to expose because of hurt. Because how many know that when we bring up stuff in the past, it hurts? Come on, it hurts to say, oh man, I, I don't want to open that door no more. I'm okay with that, but that door's right there still in your life. And it knocks and it explodes at times in our lives. We have to deal with it. Come on, when we are frustrated by ongoing issues, the best thing to do is ask God to show you what lies at the root of this problem. Come on, there has to be a point that says, God, what's the root of it? It's not your spouse. It's not your kids. It's not your, 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 your co-workers or your boss. Is there something that's deep in there? There's a root inside that activates it. Until you identify what the root is, you'll never get victory. But we're afraid to ask. But if you want deliverance, church, how many want deliverance? How many want healing? Ask God, show me the root. If you ask God, he'll show you. He'll show you what the root of it is. And he'll show you, listen, how to pray for it. And he'll intercede for you. And he'll take you to the Father on your behalf for you. Why? Because he wants to heal you. Come on. Especially men. Men bury things. Oh, they're so good in burying things. Because they, they want to be tough and macho. And I don't cry and all this stuff. Amen. But there's stuff inside of you, guys, man, that need to come out. Come on. You'll never be the man of God that God calls you to be until you inner side of you get healed you're damaged and damaged people damage other people we gotta go and come in and say I don't want this man to manifest when I'm trying to disciple somebody when I'm trying to minister to somebody I need some healing there's some issues inside me amen that I need to get rid of what's the root you want deliverance, just ask God, what's the root? Because I want fruit. Come on, how many want some fruit? Come on, what's the root? Come on, I want to grow. I want fruit. I don't want to be stale. I don't want to be, I don't want to be that tree. I don't want to be that fig tree that deceived Jesus and said, Come on, I'm hungry. Where's the figs? You look like you were healthy. You look like you had it together, but there, there's no fruit. I don't want to be that tree. I want to be, amen, that when the Lord comes to me, there, there's fruit. When people come to me, amen, and they want to see Jesus in me, I want fruit in my life, amen. I want to say, you know what, this, here, let me give you some things that, that God has done in my life that's been fruitful in my marriage, that, that's been fruitful in my walk. you got to understand, church, this is not something that we can do on our own. You can read books after books. You're never going to get your healing. All you're going to get is knowledge. Until you ask the Father. Listen. Until you ask the Father who also invites the Holy Spirit to help you. Because when you come to the Father, it releases the other two. Hallelujah. Come on. You ask the Father, here comes the Son. Here comes the Holy Spirit. He starts interceding for you. And the Holy Spirit starts interceding for you. It's a team. You see the team? Can't go one without the other church. You ask the Father, here comes the, here comes the Son and the Holy Spirit. You get us all, you get all three of us. I mean, come on. You invite all three. Come on. Each person plays a part in our lives, church. Can somebody say amen? Come on. You, you cannot do this on your own. You can't say, oh, I, I can make it. I can do it. I can do it. And then boom, you explode again. No, you can't do it. You, come on. Somebody say, I need help. Come on, someone wave to me if you need help. Come on. We need some help. Come on, let tell the truth and shame the devil. Hallelujah. As Pastor Abraham always says, amen. Come on, you expose. I, I need some help. Come on, just like, you know, you, you got to shout. We got to shout, church. If you want Jesus' attention, you need to shout. If we continue to hide or wear a mask over our emotional pains, it will continue, listen, to drive unhealthy behaviors. Hidden emotional pains will shape our lives, listen, and rob us from our freedom. Healing, listen, requires feeling. If you hide your feelings, you can never get healed. Embrace the pain. Embracing the pain is a vital part 
of transformation. Embracing the pain is a vital part of transformation. See, once you stop hiding and you remove the mask, once you let God show you the root, amen, once you let your feelings be shown and embrace the pain, then freedom comes and transformation begins. Amen? Stop hiding. Remove the mask. Ask God, what's the root of this? God, this is how I feel. God, I know it's going to hurt, but I'm going to embrace that pain once I expose it. And then freedom starts to come. And transformation starts to begin, church. This is powerful, powerful stuff here, church. See, as we go deeper with the Lord, we need to step into a deeper level of healing. Come on, it's just not healing here. He wants to go deeper. Somebody say deeper. Somebody say deeper in me. He wants to go deeper. Come on, once one thing gets exposed and healed, guess what? There's some other stuff down there. Come on, even stuff that are back in your childhood. That you thought it were gone, but that little girl, that little boy still hurt there. So, okay, okay, we got this part of your life, but let's go a little deeper now. Come on, it's like a root canal. <laughs> you ever got a root canal? You ever got real deep issue cleaning? <clears throat> I got to go deeper. It's going to hurt. Oh, okay. <clears throat> it's going to hurt. I, I wish I could tell you it's not going to hurt. I wish I could say, God, let him in. It'd be easy. It's gonna be. No, it's going to hurt. That's why a lot of people don't go there. But a lot of people don't get healed. I'm not saying you're not going to make it to heaven, but you're going to struggle. You're going to have a hard time, church. And God didn't die on the cross for you to have a hard time. He died on the cross to save you the pain. That if you let him in and let the blood of Jesus cover you, and you allow the Holy Spirit to come inside of you, and you allow him, these are my issues. Are there anything else in me? Is there anything wicked in me? Are there any deeper hurts in me? Show me them. And put me on the path of everlasting. See, that's what made David such a great man. A man that was considered a, a, a man after God's own heart. Why? Because he let God in. I said he let God in. And you, we got to let him in, church. If you want a deeper level, you're going to have to go deeper in your healing. Amen. Some of your problems, amen. There are some problems that you simply cannot solve on your own, church. They require a deeper level of healing by the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit wants to heal those places in your heart, amen, those places that, that are stored up with emotional memories and pain. He wants to soothe them out, amen. He wants to clean out your wounds, amen. Uh, come on, a lot of us put bandages over our cuts, amen, and it does not heal them. He wants to heal them, church, not just cover them up. He wants to set you free, amen, that you can move forward into God's plan and purposes for your life. And I know that there are people in this place that cannot move forward because they're holding, listen, holding things of hurts and painful emotions of the past. You have them stored up. They have you chained up. You're not free. They're holding you back. I read a story of a man who was dealing with post-traumatic stress after the war. And he would have nightmares, night after night of the war. He had a hard time, church, sleeping. And one day the Lord challenged him, listen, to pray in the Spirit. Each night before he went to bed. Pray in the Spirit each night before he went to bed. The Message Bible says this in six, uh, Ephesians 6.18. In the same way, prayer is an essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and pray long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. See, the biblical meaning of praying in the spirit in the Greek literally means to pray in the spirit realm with the Holy Spirit's aid. That's what it means. When you pray in the spirit, you're praying in the spirit realm and inviting the Holy Spirit to help you. As he started to pray, listen, in the spirit, each time before he went to sleep, church, within months, listen, 
Within months, the nightmares, flashbacks all stopped and never came back. And later, listen, later he wondered why the Lord told him to pray in the Spirit. So he did some research on the brain. And he found out this, that whatever you read, whatever you see, whatever you listen to, whatever you heard during the last 45 minutes of the day affects the way you sleep. And if you're watching horror movies before you go to sleep, guess what? You're going to have nightmares. Come on, somebody say amen. So he read this, you know, the experience, whatever you experience, the last 45 minutes of the day affects the way you sleep. Listen, also it affects the following day. You wake up with it still. During your sleep, your unconscious mind replays and processes the late night input that plays over and over while you're sleeping. I say to you, spend time with God if you have trouble sleeping, church. If you're a person that's having that hard time dreaming of ugly stuff, spend time with God before you sleep. Come on, if you spend the last part of your day with God in in a simple prayer, reading His Word or, or a good book, amen, these interactions, listen, will replay itself in your mind throughout the night. It will open the door for the Spirit of God to heal. It will speak to your unconscious mind during your sleep. Amen. Peace will come, and eventually all those nightmares that you're having will stop. Come on, anyone out there on Facebook Live, they'll stop. Do this. I'm telling you, pray in the Spirit. David, how about David? David experienced all kinds of drama in his life, right? Come on, David never had a restful day. Come on, I mean, how can this guy sleep? You got, you got a king that wants to kill him, amen? You got pressures in his life. I mean, you think, man, how does this guy even sleep like this? You know, I can't sleep, you know? They want to kill me. King's after me, amen? You know, really, how can he sleep? I can tell you how this guy can sleep. He would pray in the spirit. I mean, he was hounded by Saul. He was hiding in caves, and he still got a good night sleep. He would pray in the Spirit, and that allowed him to have a good night's sleep. Psalms 1, uh, Psalm 16, verse 7 says, I will praise the Lord. He consoles, uh, consoles me. Even at night, my heart, uh, my heart instructs me. The Message Bible puts it like this, wise counsel God gives when I'm awake is confirmed by my sleeping heart. No wonder this man was considered a, guy, a man after God's own heart. God, a man, I got, I got people chasing me down. I got tax collectors. <laughs> I got bills. The IRS is after me. I can't sleep, man. Oh, tax season. Oh, I get all freaked out. How can I sleep? Pray in the Spirit. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> actually, I actually, never mind. <laughs> never mind. I'm going to say it anyway. My wife says I snore really loud. And I say, I never hear myself. <laughs> I'm not aware of it. <laughs> but she recorded me one time. <laughs> And I said, oh, no, that's me. I got to pray in the Spirit, amen. <laughs> I'm going to try that. I never prayed in the Spirit for my snoring. <laughs> Shando me. She, she brings out the oil. The Spirit of God propels you. <laughs> I raise up. There it is. Hallelujah. I had to let it out. Didn't want to bury that. (laughs) The wise counsel, the wise counsel God gives me when I'm awake is confirmed by my sleeping heart. That's how you can sleep through the midst of trouble and pain, church. Don't take it to sleep. Come on, you ever ever took a trouble to sleep and you just can't sleep? You ever took like, man, something from work or something that 
in your family or whatever it is, and you're just, you're just tossing and turning because that's what you took with you at night. Allow God, pray in the Spirit, and watch what God will do. You have dreams, you have bad dreams, pray in the Spirit. Change what you're watching at night. Do something, church. Allow God to give you a good night's sleep. Amen? As I close this morning, amen. Healing is going to happen when this, our spirits are united with the Spirit of God. If a spirit lives in you, then the Spirit and you are one with God. The Holy Spirit will continue to bring those wounded places into, uh, to bring them into uh, the wounded places in your soul to, to, to God's healing light. As you deepen yourself, those things will start to rise up, amen, and you start to give it to God. You start to embrace that pain and allow freedom and transformation to come, church. As we go deeper with God, deeper in the Spirit, we realize that He is the one. Listen, church, the Holy Spirit is the one who transforms.